All right, welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to our second episode of What You Heard. I'm your host, Kristen, and we have Tiara. Hey, 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 what's good? What's the deal? What's poppin'? Hey, what's poppin'? This is a podcast where we talk about trending topics. You know, we pretty much give our opinion on what it is that we like and what we don't like. And we want to know what you heard. So if you're a returning viewer... Thanks for coming on back to hear our second episode. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. And you know what? (laughs) We want you to know what we heard. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get right on into the first topic. Tierra, what's on the the agenda today? Well, as y'all know, the world literally was turned upside down by this Travis Scott concert, Astro World. Okay, Mm. so I just want to kind of get into it, give you some brief background of what is currently going on so we can get into this topic. So, as you know, the concert happened and somewhere around 915, the crowd started bum rushing towards the front, leaving people trampled and smothered to which now nine people have died. Uh, One of the girls that recently died was considered brain dead. Uh, The youngest was 14 of years age and the oldest was 27. So those nine people have um, died as a result of this crowd bum rushing towards the front. There was a security guard who said that he felt like, you know, someone pricked him in his neck. And the next thing he knew, he lost consciousness and they had to revive him. When he went to the doctor, the doctor claims that there was some type of prick in his neck. However, we have not heard anything else about this particular security guard. There were videos that have surfaced on TikTok, on Instagram, on just about every social media platform of concert goers trying to let the staff know, hey, stop the concert. There's somebody dead. However, even though they considered the concert to have a mass casualty around 9.30, you could see that the concert was still going minutes later, like 20 minutes later after that. So Travis Scott is basically saying that he was unaware that anyone had died and he didn't find out until after he left the concert. And currently right now, him, Drake, the Astroworld um, concert, which was built, I think it's by Live Nation, are currently being sued by 46 well 46 different lawsuits there's currently a guy who's still in the hospital right now he fell off a balcony and he is paralyzed so there were a lot of people that suffered a lot of injuries and there's currently a nine-year-old who's still in a coma right now so it's a lot going on with this astro world concert a lot of people are comparing it to the Pearl Jam concert that happened back in 2000 where several people died in kind of like the same manner. So does history repeat itself or I don't know, but Kristen, let's get into it. How do you feel about this? What's, what's going on? What happened? What happened in this situation? Listen, from what I've heard. Okay. <laughs> what you heard? What you heard, sis? Well, okay. Listen, this is what I heard. Right now, what's speculating or what's going around is that everyone is pretty much saying that Travis Scott is trash. He's canceled. That it's his fault, you know, that all of these people were hurt. That, you know, people, you know, all the people that were died, they're, they're basically just trying to put this whole situation on Travis Scott. And they did also try to put a little bit of it on Drake as well. But Drake was like long gone before the situation ever took place. So 
I feel as though, one, that shouldn't even be the case at all. Travis Scott, first of all, there were thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. So to- 50,000. Oh, 50,000. 50, 50, 50, I don't know the exact number, but I knew, I I thought it was like 100,000. So, because when you look at the crowd and you look at the footage um, that we see on the socials, I mean, it is packed. Mm -hmm. It is packed. Mm -hmm. So for them to, you know, the cancel culture, because these are the people we're talking about here, the ones that get on social media, they want to deem people wrong from seeing a a clip and they weren't actually there. They don't know what the situation was. Um, I think that, for them to blame Travis Scott is completely out. No, he's not wrong. He's an entertainer. How is he going to be able to see that, you know, so-and-so is Jerry or John are dead? Now, with respect to the people who have passed, you know, um, I, I don't want to discredit them. I do feel that some justice should be served. But if there's going to be any justice that needs to be served, it should be from the venue that was holding the concert. Also, let's, let's take a, just a quick look. Let's go back when Michael Jackson was popping. Let's go back to when Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because if you really think about this, Michael Jackson used to have people passing out, falling out. Michael, oh my God, Michael! Had <laughs> people going freaking crazy over him, right? Right, right. Ambulance right. is ready because when Michael hit the stage, oh, these women yes. passing out. So naturally, if Travis Scott is seeing people pass out or this or that, how is he to assume that these people are dead? You know, when you go to a concert, I don't know about you, T, but I see what? Drugs and alcohol. Okay? Right. I see a lot of it. People getting excited and all of that. So that's my take on it. How do you feel about it? Okay. So, whew, I mean, Krista laid it on us, y'all. Krista laid it. She laid it on us. All right. So um, this is what it is. Okay. So here's the thing. A lot of people and why they're scrutinizing Travis Scott. So apparently Travis Scott had a you know, a few posts and deletes of people who were actually hurt from the concert. And the the comments were like, you know, this guy was like super laid out, bleeding. And he was like something to the effect of like, you know, you had a really good time and I'm not mad at you for, you know, saying that you had a good time. But this person was hurt in the obvious trample, you know, stampede, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So a lot of people felt he was very insensitive to what had happened. But he, again, he's claiming that he was unbeknowing to the situation. So here's what I feel. Because there's 46 lawsuits right now and counting of people who were hurt. Travis Scott has taken the liability and saying every person that has died, he is paying for all of their funeral services. Which is so their fun- Right. That is generous because I'm going to tell you right now, baby. About 10 years ago, when my grandma and auntie died back to back, my dad came out of the pocket at least like 12 G's for each funeral. Okay, so rest assured, it's nine people right now that have are confirmed dead that he's about to pay for. So that's at least $100,000 out of his pocket, at least. Yep. Easy. And I'm pretty sure because he's going to be so generous that he's probably going to throw in a little extra for the families, you know what I mean? Outside of that. But I feel like this, a lot of the security is now coming out and saying that they were not prepared for a crowd this large. Their memorandums that they received just were not preparing them to deal with 50,000 people. The way the concert venue was set up, the security said that we were not equipped to deal with 50,000 people. 
Houston PD came out with a statement that said we had a conversation days before the converse, you know, before the concert happened with Travis Scott and his security for this event and told them, if you do not have enough people, we can get some of our PD to come to this event and help you. So Houston PD is already like, hey, don't bring them lawsuits over here because we try to help. But for some reason, Travis Scott and his security team felt that they didn't need it even though they had 50,000 people in attendance. So my thing is, is if you know you have sold out that many tickets, you sold more tickets than what you were supposed to actually sell. Why did you not accept the extra help? Because the, the thing is that no one understands why this group of people started running. So supposedly the theory that I've been hearing, <laughs> let me tell y'all what I heard. What you heard, girl? What you heard? <laughs> is that some of the people that were stampeding to the front were people who did not actually have tickets and kind of bum rushed the concert. What? Really? Yes. So I'm hearing that some of those people were bum rushing because it was like, well, they can't catch us all type situation. So when, you know, when you see a group of people and they're running, and you don't know what's going on, what do you do? You run with them. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's what that's what black people do for sure. <laughs> My seat's burning, I'm gone. <laughs> you running, right, right. I'm running too. I'll ask questions later. <laughs> right. So here's the thing. Is it fair for these other 46 lawsuits? Because I feel like when you buy a concert ticket, you kind of like at your own risk. Like, I get that there's a level of safety that they're supposed to provide, but how did anybody know that that situation was supposed to happen? So how could they protect you from something that they were not expecting to happen? So with these 46 lawsuits, because it's 46 now and it's counting and they're expecting for that number to get bigger. Yeah. I, I, that, just, I don't think, I just still don't think that it's his fault, even though he may not have accepted the extra help and all of that. If they, mm -hmm. they shouldn't be scrutinizing him to the fact that, oh, the every, these, all these people were hurt. First of all, I mean, okay, maybe he could have got a bigger venue. Okay. Okay. He, maybe he could have got a bigger venue, but being someone who is an entertainer, right? Like I, you know, I used to be in plays and do theater and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I, you know, when I'm looking out at the crowd and I'm looking out mm -hmm. at different, you can't even see who's out there, right? I mean, yeah, he mm -hmm. might have known that he had all these people that were coming to the concert, but again, it's up to the venue to be able to. They, they should. I honestly, I just feel like there was some miscommunication, maybe, or mm -hmm. he could have accepted the help, but just because he didn't doesn't mean that that deems him to be like this Illuminati person. Cause you know, they tried to say that too, that this was a sacrificial. Yeah. So I'm like, what? I, you know, I was all in that. Like, Oh, he parked, he parked the crew. He right. Parked the crew. Right. Right. You know, I don't know. I, cause I went through, I went down a rabbit hole, you know, when they start, you know, bringing up the whole Illuminati thing, when it pertained to another artist, Beyonce, um, I was like, I was like, oh, I got to know. So anytime I hear Illuminati, I always think Beyonce and Rihanna. And then I'm like, okay, let me go back. <laughs> okay, so well, let me see. Did they do this, this, and that? Or did, did Travis Scott do this? Okay, it's Illuminati. But in this instance right here, I just think it was a situation where it was just poorly planned by everybody. Yeah. But it, it still doesn't... They, I mean, everybody's trying to point the finger everywhere. But just like you said, 
those people came to a concert at their own risk. I mean, because mm-hmm. anything can happen anywhere. Just like we know that life isn't promised to us. We could literally just not wake up. And I mean, this is not to discredit the people who have died and who have passed and or right. any of that. My condolences go out to all of those families. But at the end of the day, he came to provide a, a entertainment. How was he to know that they were going to start, start stampeding? Or how was he to know that the venue didn't have enough people to do whatever it is that they were going to do. Cause you never know. Like they, just because the PD, you know, whatever Chicago was Chicago, Houston, Houston, oh, excuse me, Houston PD, um, said something to him for all, for all we know is that he was probably under the impression that there was enough people there. So he didn't need to have any, anyone in addition to come and patrol or whatever, mm-hmm. control the situation or the environment. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So they ended up posting, you know, uh, the list of the people that could have canceled the show right then and there. So you have an executive producer that is like the CEO of the entire concert. Mm-hmm. You also have um, the like um, there's like a, another person that's under that producer that can actually those two people are the ones that can stop the show immediately. And like when they say stop the show, it means shut it down. It's done. And then, right. And then there's the head of security that works under them. And so that head of security should have been the person telling those two people that we need to stop the show. So I also heard that when people were dying over the radios, they were not allowed to say that we have another death. They started calling the people who were um, losing oxygen because, you know, when you lose oxygen, you turn blue. Mm-hmm. So they were heard over the radio saying we have another Smurf. Oh, well, shut up. No, you're, yes, you're lying to yes, me right now. No. For real? <laughs> They were on oh, the radio. They were not allowed to say that someone was dead or losing oxygen. They had to say we have another right. smurf. The first from the first person. Okay, all right. There's a lot of insensitivity going on. So ah, when the first person <laughs> died, they should have stopped the concert. Yes. Period. It shouldn't have been over. The Papa Smurf, pa- Papa Smurf down, <laughs> Mama Smurf, Smurf down. down. <laughs> you know, they should have been counting down the Smurfs until there was no more Smurfs. That's right, crazy. Right, right. That's so yeah. freaking crazy that they were so that that means that they were really just worried about them with their situation, right. their jobs, their money. Right. 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 Actually, right. The concert should have ended the, the moment that somebody died. The moment somebody died. Yeah. Travis Scott should have been notified. Hey, you got to come back. We got it. We can't do this. Right. Somebody should have been in people his microphone. Get their money in back. His ear. I'm sorry. Yes. People should get their money back. Yeah. Sorry. So I actually commented on a post because one of Travis Scott's biggest fans, this guy buys everything Travis Scott, listens to everything Travis Scott. Every release Travis Scott has ever done with shoes, clothes, whatever. This guy has bought all of that stuff from Travis Scott. And he's so upset with Travis Scott that he basically made a video with him, like destroying all of the stuff that he's ever bought from Travis Scott. So I, of course, y'all know me. I wrote on the post and I said, well, is this really worth it if 
he did not know because Travis is again claiming that he did not know anyone had died at the concert until after he left. He was just under the impression that some people were, of course, like we said, they're drunk, they're, you know, high, they're super inebriated. So they're passing out. They've probably fallen and hit their head. They'll, you know, go to the hospital yeah. and they'll be no, fine. No, no big deal. The concert. Yeah. Right. So some guy, um, wrote back to my comment on this post and said at fluffy thickums he in a demonic ritual he knew look at the symbols he used you know and this just happened one minute ago so i just want to post i just want to say like i'm actively in this right now like i mean i'm not i'm not even gonna lie to you i'm not even gonna hold you it is um it is nice to kind of <laughs> welcome the idea of something negative or like it being the, you know, Illuminati, right? Because, I mean, right, we want right. to believe some shit is bad, right? You know? Right. But, no, I, I, this this one right here is just not that, it's not that kind of situation. It's not that. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about, like, when he's talking about the symbols and stuff, right? You think about, like, music videos and stuff like that. They're always talking about how artists are trying to symbolize being a part of this organization that be... Right you know, worshiping the devil and they they have to do certain like secret sacrificial things to be mm-hmm. a part of this organization, right? Who's to say who's actually real or not? I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I believe that it could possibly be real, but I don't think that in this situation right here, no, I, I don't think that. I really don't. Although, you know, they did say that um the Kardashians, you know, although they're down with the brown, they, um, they, they part of the organization. What you think about that? Well, I will say this, that the Kardashians have axed Travis Scott out of their up and coming season um, of their show. So they have another show that's supposed to be airing and Travis Scott was supposed to be a part of that show and he's already got the boot. Well, you know, Chris Jenner, <laughs> Chris Jenner by her coin, okay? She's like, uh-uh. We're not going to make this whole show about him. <laughs> no. I mean, Kanye was barely on that thing, okay? <laughs> okay, Kanye was, they was like they not doing anything to mess up their franchise. They all about their family. And right. Loki like, can I Chris, can I be one of your daughters? Like, let me in, please. <laughs> please. Right, right. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's a lot going on with this situation, and the situation is definitely still unfolding. We are definitely saying our prayers for those that have been, you know, hurt and traumatized by this situation because there was a lot going on. People have been sharing their testimonies on TikTok and on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. They're everywhere. So if you don't believe us, go on out there and and you know definitely come back and tell us what you heard because we definitely want to know. So we want to go ahead and wrap up that particular conversation but Kristen I know that you have a topic of choice that you would like to talk about so uh go ahead sis tell me what you heard girl you want to know what I heard here it is you heard of um Kyle Rittenhouse yes ma'am rings the bell well I'll go ahead and give you a little bit of backstory on Mr. Kyle Rittenhouse So U.S. teenager Kyle Rittenhouse testified in his murder trial on Wednesday that he fatally shot two men and wounded a third with an AR-15 style rifle during a chaotic racial justice protest to protect himself after being attacked. At one point, he was breaking down and sobbing and, you know, all this stuff on the witness stand, right? So this took place back, this whole incident took place back in um, August of 2020, last Mm -hmm. year. So basically, this young boy was 17 at the time. He um, rolled up on a Black Lives Matter movement. He rolled. <laughs> oh, he rolled There's up. There's so on much a, wrong with this. 
he rolled up on a Black Lives Matter movement, right? You and you know, last year we was going through a. Pandemic. We were in a civil rights, right? We were in a whole civil rights movement in the pandemic. Right. <laughs> Where it was heavy, like you know, what I'm saying heavy, heavy, heavy. That black people really. This is the first time in life, I'm sure for you too, where it was like all about black people, right? Right, right. They out in the streets protesting. They are trying to get we trying to get us this justice, trying to make sure our voices are heard. And here it is, this young white boy, young entitled white boy, who goes out to the Black Lives Matter protest and is now trying to say that he was attacked and he was ambushed. Okay. It, it doesn't, it just doesn't make any kind of sense. But, I'm, you know, I'll give you that piece there. What are your thoughts? What do you, how do you feel about that? I mean, and I know you can see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so annoyed because of the simple fact you are 17 years old and you have an AR style rifle and you're not supposed to have a rifle why do you have that okay unless you're out hunting that is the only case in most states in the united states of america when an underage person can have an actual rifle or any type of weapon is when they're hunting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what you're telling me is that you went to a black lives matter protest with an agenda you, okay. with an agenda sir so yep. So let's call it intentional because you know the law. You know when you're supposed to have a weapon and you know when you're not supposed to have a weapon. And then you go there and if you're shouting the complete opposite of when, if everybody there is saying Black Lives Matter and you pull up and you're one person and you say, well, all lives matter. You you don't you don't think that you like not outnumbered. You don't think that you're not gonna get beat up. You don't think that they're not gonna come after you. I mean, you don't think that. Wrong. I mean, I'm sorry, wrong is wrong. But you know, you ain't gotta go out there doing all of that. But you know, because we right. and also in a protest, we shouldn't be out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing here? You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be like that. Right. Either. I don't think that's how it was because in the protests that I have been to, I'm just gonna speak across the board because that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel like with these Black Lives Black Lives Matter movements, we moved with peace. We weren't doing it in a right. way that was angry. We weren't doing it. We really wanted justice. We really right. want justice for all the wrong that has taken place within our communities. So right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, it's fine. You know, and, and because I, I do feel that we were out there very peacefully. And of course, we do have, you know, our, our Black Panther parties that still exist and, you know, um, our different coalitions that are, you know, playing a role in, you know, making sure that we are to receive the right and fair treatment under our civil rights. So mm -hmm. I understand that. But I'm just trying to figure out as to why would you even be there, sir, if you truly did not feel that way? Like, why would you put yourself in danger? Like, you put your own self in danger. So the danger that you're talking about that you were in, you rightfully so put your own self there. Because you weren't there for the Black Lives Matter protest. And then even if you were, why did you go with a gun? And then you didn't go with just any kind of gun. You went with a gun that you you was for sure gonna put a you gonna you gonna knock a nigga you gonna peel a nigga wig cap back. Okay. You gonna peel a nigga wig cap back. Like <laughs> okay. You, you didn't just come like with your daddy's little just pistol. You know, no little twenty two caliber. You know what I'm saying? Ricocheted a little bit. You came with the you know what I'm saying? Like you you ready to pop some with shit? That heat. Right? Heat. Like like. And I'm just trying to figure out how you you feel threatened. So you hiding behind cars like you 
Did you think you was playing Call of Duty for real? Is that what this is? Because, you know, you know, the, the little white boys have a thing of saying that, oh, I was stuck in my room all the time and I was always playing Call of Duty. Remember that, that that phase we went through where they started saying like Grand Theft Auto, Halo and Call of Duty were dangerous yeah. because the little white boys were literally going around shooting their whole families up because of video games. Is this what this is? Is this what this is? Like, y'all playing with me or not? Nah? Still get this. In a dramatic and risky testimony, in his own defense, Rittenhouse portrayed himself as wanting to help others by providing medical aid and extinguishing firearms during the protest last year, right, in Wisconsin. He said he used his gun only after he, he had been attacked and he was ambushed, right? Later, in you know, within the trial, you know, he, he was on the stand, I think it was like yesterday, or today, yesterday, he was like, I did, I did what I had to do. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he was like, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that cry was funny. I cried was that cry is so ugly. <laughs> like, I was that like, cry. Was, he was, he was trying to hold himself. I mean, he couldn't even hold his shit together. And I'm like, I, I, I was sitting here like, you know, I'm, I'm a, let me just listen. So look. He said, I did what I had to do to stop the person who was attacking me. I just feel like that is the most basic ass shit that I'm sorry. I hate to bring it on. We're already talking about some racial, some race shit. So <laughs> that white people say, okay. And that this, I want to clarify. I don't think all white people are bad, but most of them can be away. Okay. They've been raised to, it, it's embedded in them to not trust, not like us to discriminate against us. So the fact that this boy thought that he could get his ass up on a stand and he, and he honestly, and cry, he cried. And then he did, he did the ugliest cry he could possibly motherfucking do. Snot coming out his nose, all that shit. <laughs> all Wait, that but shit. hold on. There were no tears. I, I want everyone to go back and watch Look the video. Look at no it. tears fell from his eyes his eyes did not get red the only thing that got red was his whole entire face because it was an act it was a terrible act y'all remember when kim kardashian cried and courtney was like oh my god kim you're so ugly i wanted to cue courtney saying that when he started crying okay like i wanted to i wanted to be like courtney where you at so she could be like oh my god kyle you're so ugly when you cry oh my like god. I, I needed that i needed that do you know that the prosecutors they they were trying to paint him as a vigilante who was like he carried an assault style weapon right he was carrying this weapon in a way that didn't suggest he was going to be violent do you know that that's what the prosecutors are saying oh, i think that's man. so freaking crazy that it's okay let me tell you something if it had been the brown it had been one of us walking out there with a gun we first of all that we wouldn't be talking about we, we would be still protesting talking about um justice for sierra <laughs> We will be talking about justice for Kristen because our ass would be dead. And that's a fact. So the fact that he's able to get up on the stand and cry, first of all, this should have been a closed case. You brought a weapon to a peaceful protest and then you shot and killed people. 
Yeah. And he's of he's of an old enough age to understand right from wrong. But I do have to say, like, where were his parents at? Like, I mean, because you know, at, at 17 years old, you would think that his parents would be like, no, honey, you don't need to go out there with your weapon. Um, hello, Kyle. Um, Kyle. Kyle. No, honey, don't <laughs> you want to go out there? That's fine. You don't like the black ones? That's cool. Just don't go out there with the weapon. Okay. Okay, because uh, right now uh, the blacks are winning. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> blacks are winning. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> honey, um, maybe maybe next year um, you, you might be able to. But um, uh, honey, if you're going to go out there, uh, just make sure you cry when you get on the stand. Okay? <laughs> like, no. No. Absolutely freaking not, dude. Uh-uh. He needs to go to jail, put his ass up underneath the jail. He, he, need, he needs to, he, that period. That's it. I just want Two to men say, remember, I don't know if you remember this back in 2013, if you remember the name Christopher Dorner, he was the black army vet that was a police officer that just went on like a nine day oh. police spree and he was a black man. Do you remember how they trashed him? Mm-hmm. They trashed him. They talked bad about him. Why didn't they consider him a vigilante? Because he was going around killing people that had <laughs> essentially all had did something wrong to him. And he was just over it, you know, and he ended up killing himself. And that was when the police found him up in the cabin and stuff no, like but they that. They were tracking him down, though. Yeah, they, they had literally they were, they were on his they were it, it was a world. It was a nationwide manhunt for him. Yep. yep. And they were on him. But they I mean, the news really painted him as a brute right the news painted him as a brute okay yeah but he they wrote had a letter like beyonce <laughs> he wrote a letter to <laughs> a bunch of celebrities <laughs> he wrote a letter to beyonce he did he had a whole there list of people dude. that he was coming out yeah he <laughs> i was like sorry what, what did they do to you like okay so sorry you you tripping but what i'm saying is is that when you look at someone like him who he was because he was black he was painted as a brute but then you have this 17 year old who you want to say he was an american vigilante (laughs) y'all done gave him a whole netflix title movie name (laughs) you know like this is his his lifetime movie channel biopic name you know american like i could see i could see lifetime now kyle rittenhouse american vigilante that would be the title of his movie he said this he also said i used deadly force i didn't know it was going to kill them but i used deadly force to stop the, stop the threat that was attacking bro me. bro <laughs> you didn't come with no okay you didn't want to you didn't go there if you <laughs> you knew it was black people there and you knew they didn't like yo you they you knew that so if you were going to go there you need to be down with the brown period and period. what's crazy is is that he had the nerve to kill two white boys because they was down with the brown. He like, how, how can you do this? He, Look. He, he felt like they were traitors. Like, I, I would like to point out that the two people that he did kill, they were white. The third person he injured, white. So you went yep. there specifically targeting your own type and being angry with them. So like, let's call, let's call a spade a spade. Y'all know I'm always calling a spade a spade. Sir, you went there because here's the thing. If you're going to go there to provide med- medical aid, why do you, wh- why do you think you in the army? Why do you think that you need a gun 
and that you're a medic team. This boy, in my head, if he, if he was smart, they should have played this role like this. They should have said, you know what? He been playing Call of Duty, and he thinks he's the medic on the team. So that's why he has this AR-style gun, and he was out here trying to administer help because I'm trying to figure out who did you help? Ain't nobody came forth and said, yeah, he helped me patch up. I had got wounded and he helped me patch up my leg. Ain't nobody said that. Oh. Nobody said that. So who did you help? You are not a real EMT. So why would you go out there trying to help anybody? You're not a real EMT. You were 17 years old. You stole a weapon. Which, by the way, he was also supposed to be cited for being outside after 8 p.m. And, of course, the judge dropped that crime. They was like, yeah, we'll, we'll take that off. Mm -hmm. We'll take that off. So they're trying to charge him with intentional killing. But, of course, his, his defense team is trying to say that it wasn't intentional. He's 17 years old at a protest for Black Lives Matter with an AR-style gun. And, meanwhile, everybody else out there was just out there probably wearing all black. Mm -mm. No. Yeah, it's not cutting. It's not cutting it for me. But I'm. I'm. I want to see how it's gonna play out, though. Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna have to do an update on this story. Yeah, we're gonna have to follow this one, Kyle. I want you to know if you could ever hear this, we <laughs> on your ass. Okay. That ass, <laughs> and you know what? That ass is grass. Take your ass to jail. Okay. They Take can lock you ass. under the jail. Please okay? and thank you. I'm sorry. They they lock up all the so many. Ooh. They not they put so many black people in jail for no reason at all, and then they fight the case. They fight the good fight for all of theirs. Honestly, like yeah. sadly enough, I do wish though that uh, as black people we did come together more, you know, and we were more united, so that we could fight things like this. But the fact the fact is because of the way like the cycle is, we give up. We give up. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll protest for a while. We'll say things for a while. And then you just have like... Right. Those There's no follow-up. There's no follow-up. Yeah. You have those, yeah. few, those few activists who are, you know, constantly out there trying to fight for us and all these different things. And that is why this cycle happens the way that it is. You know, they really broke the Black family. They really broke broke us into thinking that we, we are better divided than united. And mm -hmm. we definitely need to come together. You know, I mean, I could go on and on about just different how, how they have impacted us. They meaning white people. That's what yes. I mean. You know, if not you all go back to the bad, Lynch letters. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't. It, uh -uh. No, Kyle, yeah. go to jail, period. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> what, you got, <laughs> what you got for us, Steve? <laughs> go to jail that's it go to jail like uh go to jail stop so, crying go find right. your boyfriend in jail and that's it that's it go to jail yeah um, not, actually, pass go. yeah actually since uh next topic is on you for you to provide us a, an update on our girl dana chanel girl Dana Chanel, bring it back, run it back. Let me tell you what I heard, girl. Let me tell you what I heard. What you heard? Chanel, excuse me, Casey. What's her last name? Oliver. Oliver. Well, you know, Casey Oliver, aka um, Dana Chanel, is my best friend in my head because you know she for the people. She's just amazing, right? Like, love her. As we as we spoke on her on our last episode, we talked about how she is. He, she and her husband, Princeton Prince. Prince. Yep. Yeah, Prince. Donnell, they are um, influencers. 
They are um, aspiring entrepreneurs. They <clears throat> basically started, you know, their own tax business. They're buying different properties. They're basically just setting the example for young black entrepreneurs and, you know, giving them an opportunity to be able to grow their businesses as well by working with them to do so. So um, as we talked about in our last episode, right now they're currently being sued because they basically was ripping people off and not paying them and trying to tell them that they're going to provide them with a service and did not actually provide them with the service. So many people positioned and um, now, yeah, now they're being sued. So while all this has been going on, backtrack one more moment, um, Dana Chanel last year when the pandemic hit, she was under, under fire for, you know, mainly her before her husband, just for, um, they were putting everything on her as far as, you know, uh, being a thief, a scammer, all these different things. So she did, she fell off for a minute. She wasn't on the internet. She was just doing her thing. And all you saw was her husband, her fine ass husband, cause you know, he fine doing, you know, all this stuff, you know, he's on the internet. He's keeping, he's basically keeping them alive and keeping them relevant. And then all of a sudden, boom, she pops back up online. She's better than ever. She didn't had a baby. I mean, she's everything, everything you want to see. She's just cute. She's angelic, all these things. So now current day, you know, we're wondering, well, why Dana Chanel ain't saying nothing about all this stuff is going on. She broke the news and everything that, she, you know, she she has like this big ass case against her. Like, why is she not saying anything? Most people who are, you know, for the people and all about the people, especially the black people, they're going to say something at some point in time to say, hey, especially when you're in that, when you're public facing, you almost have to say something to the public to let them know like, hey, no, yes, I did this or no, I didn't do this. Right. So a whole year had passed. All this stuff is going on and they never say anything. That was what we were talking about on the last episode was they didn't they didn't say nothing like nothing. So finally, the time has come. They came. Let me tell you how they came. First of all, she in this bright color shirt. He's standing there. They, well, mm -hmm. there is in their warehouse. Right. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they finally address the situation and they say, oh, well, we didn't address it because, you know, we wanted to stand united and act, you know, and really just put out to the black entrepreneurs that when, you know, you're going to face adversity and things are going to come up and we tried to do the right thing, you know, um, by us not saying something, it came across as us being scammers and us being, you know, um, the not caring about the situation and... <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we we not like that, y'all. We not like that, y'all, basically, right? So <laughs> I feel like it was just a bunch of BS. I hate to say that because, you know, I love them, even though I hope that they it, what they're saying, the allegations that are being put upon them are not actually true. But, yeah, no, I, I they, they made out they put that one post out there and then they were just back to posting regular ass shit like nothing ever happened. So what are your thoughts on it? Because I feel like they're not showing enough like sympathy. <laughs> I mean, emotion. I mean, they acting like baby number two. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm so happy. So when I saw the video, I was like, this was well thought out. You know what I'm saying? This was well thought out. So I was like, whoever their lawyer is, or their publicist is, was like, all right, y'all, y'all got to address this because the world is talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, the world is talking and they want to know what's going on with this. So with that being said, y'all going to have to come out with this video. 
Now, what we need y'all to do is go on into this little work area <laughs> to let people know that y'all really be sending stuff out. Because when I say y'all, it was so set up, like you could see the USPS mailboxes <laughs> you know in the background. You could right. see the, the packages of the product in the background, you know, like, and she's in there with like this bright color shirt on just to let everybody know she's still bubbly. She's still above this. It's not really affecting her. And you got Prince over there dressed in all brown, trying to look humble, you know, like looking fine, right. mm-hmm. looking fine as he want to be. And I just felt like it was very well put together, you know, just so they can address it. And, you know, they're like, we have the best legal team in the United States. And I'm like, when did y'all get this much money? When did Jumping Jack's tax get y'all this much money where y'all got the best legal team? In well, the United know, States. You know, they were saying that they were millionaires. Like, they've been saying that for years. Like, if they, they were very wealthy. They gained generational wealth um, by... Well, mm-hmm. Dana Chanel used to talk about um, gaining generational wealth through um, living with her family and buying property. And they all kind of bonded together until everybody just started to generate income. And then they mm-hmm. started to branch out and do different things. So maybe they do have money. Who knows if they don't? But I know that that was one way that they said that. But that's a good point. Did it, did it, but let me ask you this. Did it feel like when you were watching the clip, did it feel like it was kind of like an infomercial? It felt very rehearsed. It felt like they went through that. They did a couple takes on it. They figured out the lighting was perfect in this damn warehouse room. It was like somebody's (laughs) basement, but the lighting was perfect. Like they set up the ring light for it. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, and, and I get it because they wanted to address it, but I felt like they were trying to make a believer out of us. Yeah. And because they did that, I mean, it worked for some people. Like, they still have fans that are still, like, interacting with them on their posts as if this has not happened. And and again, the attorney general is suing you. You know, the state of Pennsylvania is on your ass like white on rice. And they not going to come if they don't have some discrepancies. I said that last week. I said it exactly the same way. I don't know why I remember saying it exactly (laughs) like that, but I I did. I I did, okay? If they had come, like, a little bit more real... Like how Dana Chanel does, she do, okay. First and foremost, I know that she be doing lives at like six o'clock in the morning because sometimes I be tuning in to watch her lives on Instagram, right? Like I'm, I'm a supporter. Like I follow her. Like right. she, has a, she has a good message. She's always talking about God. I'm all for that. I'm all about positivity. I'm all about you know, just being the change I want to see and having that positive energy, right? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She and she would get on there and she would just talk and she's bubbly and just nice. She, you know, again, I told you like last time when before she rebranded herself, she's a little bit more like stern, like a man. Now she's being more feminine, more open, more welcoming. You know, she's going with the trend of how, how things are happening because everybody was inside, pandemic was happening. So when mm-hmm. she popped back on the scene, she's now doing what people are used to seeing, right? Now she's doing what people mm-hmm. are used to saying. She's no longer doing what was, I guess, maybe relevant before then. So I feel like if they had just, um, if they had just kind of like, hey guys, this is what's going on. Like really give real raw emotion. Like I, I don't care even if you cry a little bit, but just be real. Like be yeah. real because we're already connecting with you in a real way. We're already connecting with you and we're already relating to you with you being part of the community down with the Brown. You're supposed to be the plug. Right. So I think if Dana was not wearing that loud ass shirt and, and, and Donnell wasn't looking like her goddamn Butler you know, <laughs> and they were sitting there and they just were like, you know, listen, you know what I'm saying? We're entrepreneurs. We're learning. And we're growing. <laughs> 
you know what I'm saying? We learn and we growing. And, um, you know, yeah, like, you know, this is what's happening. We didn't try. We're not trying to do anything illegal. Um, we'll keep you guys updated, but we did want to touch bases with you because we are thankful for your support. Something like that. Right. You know, don't quote me on everything they should say, but I just felt like it was too, like, professional. It was too... It, it was scripted. It was definitely yeah. scripted. It was yeah. definitely giving me, like, yeah. Mona Lisa vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It was definitely scripted. And and I think that's what made it feel like, okay, y'all really don't care about this, but y'all just addressing it because you're tired of other people on the internet addressing it. Right. So I, I felt that's what it was. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, if they feel secure because they have the best legal team that money can buy in the United States of America, that's what Prince said. If y'all go back and watch the video, <laughs> it is on her page. You will see it. So definitely go and check it out. I think they started losing money. They probably started losing endorsements. Um, Instagram probably said some stuff to them. And wherever so. they are streaming, they probably said, oh, you got the wrong kind of attention to be on this platform. So mm. X, Y, and Z. I think that they were forced to do it. I don't think that it was something that they were they were trying yeah. to avoid it. They were definitely trying to avoid it and act like, oh, what are you talking about? No, me, us, we're perfect. We're on baby number two. Right. <laughs> we're on right, because literally the next post after that was like baby number two and baby number one. We doing all right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's the latest and greatest update on that. So we'll definitely let you guys know if we get some more information on that. Well, I will, because I'm all in. Because, you know, like I said, I love them together. I think her husband is fine as hell, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I really want them to, I really want them to come out on top, you know, because I hate to see, like, Black people just always being scrutinized. I want to believe that this is a situation where they, um, you know, they're, they're being wrongfully accused. I really want to believe that. So I think we should leave it there and, you know, we'll have an update for you guys when we come back. Well, hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll post something a little bit more juicy than that, you know, that infomercial that they gave us a couple days ago. <laughs> I don't think they are. I think they're being advised not to say anything. I think they were being very intentional and very careful about what they did say. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see anything else as of now now maybe later on down the line we might see something but i think right now i, don't, I think this is all we getting uh, so we'll leave it at that and we'll see how it pans out y'all but we will be following this situation because of course kristen is all in so with that we just gonna go ahead and leave that right there where it's at and um we gonna move into this viewer topic so shout out to um, one of my good friends, Dominique, who was listening in, and she actually brought a topic to our attention. And this topic has to do with, is your friend considered disloyal if your friend knows that your significant other is cheating on you and they don't come and tell you? So Kristen, what you feel about that? Well, sis, T. Miss Fluffy mm -hmm. Thickums. Listen What's up? I'm going to tell you right now because you know you're my dog. You know you're my G. Right? right, right. If I'm ever dating somebody and his butt is out and you see him with another woman, oh, baby, you better be hitting me up on FaceTime. <laughs> and not only that, you better be approaching him like you his second woman. Okay? You better be hitting... Uh, 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 who is this? <laughs> what are you doing? Yes, I know. I've already told her. I, that's how that's the energy I'm coming with. I don't I oh I honestly to be truthful with you, I've been done like that. Where I was dating somebody and my friend 
didn't say anything about interactions that were going on and her response mm -hmm. was oh i don't want to be in it i'm both of you guys as friends and i'm like no sis wrong is wrong mm -hmm. so you're gonna allow this person to treat you wrong so if it were me and i was in that situation how i would handle it is if i saw if i would say i was really good friends with both people right i met him at the same time let's say i met him at the same mm -hmm. time and i saw that I would give them an opportunity. I, you got 24 hours <laughs> to go and you need to tell her or him before I do. But if it's a situation right. where I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm your home girl. I see, I mean, I see your man out, Tierra, 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 mm -hmm. can't even get your name out. Tierra, if I see your man out with somebody else, oh, I'm do, 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 do. Hey, mm -hmm. T, <laughs> is this, is this Tyrone? <laughs> Camera, I think that's Tyrone over there. That's how right. that's on period. Like, you got to be loyal to the soil. And that's just how that go. Oh, I like that. Loyal to the soil. Period. I like that. So, okay. Now, I ain't finna put my friend's business out there like that. So, this is what happened. So, one of my good best friends hit me up and said, Hey, would you say something if you knew that, you know, they mans was cheating on them? I'm like, look, because I want to know. If you my friend, like like Kristen said, if you my friend, I want I want you to come and tell me. You know what I'm saying? I want you to tell me all what you seen. Yep. I don't want to be out here looking like no fool. So yeah, tell me what you seen. So I told my friend, because this girl that, you know, who she knew she had confirmation that her man's was cheating. So I said, hey, you should tell your friend because your friend might be looking up upside your head if you don't tell her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. She must have told this girl and they ain't friends no more. <laughs> but you know, it, it's, 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 it's her. It's the, it's the friend. It's the friend. It's not, you know, my, my good friend, but it was the other girl that made this choice to start acting funny towards her. But I just think uh, it's because she's from, a, she was in a hurt spot. You know what I'm saying? It was a very embarrassing ass situation that happened. I ain't gonna put too many details out there. Um, But, you know, there are some people who they really do choose to not want to know. Why do you think that is, Kristen? Uh, uh, listen, look, you got you got me tongue tied over here. Yes, there <laughs> are some people that there are some people that may not want to know, but I feel like within a friendship, like you kind of learn the person that you are dealing with. Like right now, I'm telling you, girl, if you see my man, if you see my man out doing something, I, that's what I'm going to expect of you. And if you don't tell me it's a chance that we probably won't be friends anymore because I'm going to feel as though you don't have my back. I'm going to feel as though I can't trust you. I'm going to feel as though you're going to be withholding pertinent information that because by you telling me that can save me from a world of hurt. Yes, I might be hurt in that moment, but it's going to hurt even more if I find out later down the line that he didn't got this girl pregnant or maybe she didn't gave him something. I come back with a disease or something like that and you could have prevented those kind of things. Do you understand what I'm saying? So right. people don't want to know. People that don't want to know are just people who um, are, are in denial and right. um, who are afraid and scared of, you know, the outcome or what could happen because they obviously just want to be in that relationship regardless. That's not how I get down. And unless you you verbally say, oh, I don't care if he cheats on me. I don't care. I, which I, I actually had a friend like that, too. She was like, oh, I don't even care. Like, I'm here. It's fine. He going to do what he do. I'm going to do what I do. We come together when we come together. So therefore... If I were to see some stuff, I know I'm that. Not, right, not to tell you. 
And now, I, but that didn't mean I didn't have conversations with her. Like, do you, you know, where's your self-respect? I had, you know, conversations like that. Like, don't let people disrespect you just because you're comfortable or he's taking care of you or whatever the situation right, right. is. Be willing to stand up for yourself and and don't don't let people do that to you because all it does is tear at your your mental health and what you got mm-hmm. going on. So yeah, no, I'm I'm not with that at all. Period. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you right now, if you my friend, if you my friend. Hell yeah, you disloyal. As hell. Because I want to know. You know what why I'm saying? Because I feel... Why right, I'm just trying to figure out why you protecting his secret. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell y'all right here, right now. Tell us. When, tell I, us. when I finally decide to reveal Mr. Fluff to y'all, and y'all see Mr. Fluff, and he hate when I call him that, Mr. Uh-huh. Man, when y'all see Mr. Man... And if y'all see him and he ain't doing something he look like he ain't got no business doing, when I say y'all better bang my line, y'all better be banging my line. Hey, sis. A bang, bang. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> bang, bang. Okay, bang, bang my bang. line. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me know because I don't want to be out here looking foolish. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't want to look like Bernadine. I don't want to be like I'm waiting to excel. Everybody knew John was cheating. Everybody knew John was cheating. Everybody knew John was cheating. But Bernadine didn't know. Okay? It took Bernadine. You heard Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige sung about it for her. Okay? She should have left his ass a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So, no. don't. I don't want to be out here. I don't want to have to burn your stuff. I don't want to have to go to that level. You know what I'm saying? So, let me know now so I can figure out what I want to deal with, what I don't want to deal with, you know, and go from there. But, yeah, you disloyal if you don't tell your friend. That's not a good friend. A friend, I'm not saying a friend has to interject herself or himself into something, but in my definition of a friendship, you, things like that, you're supposed to let your friend know, you know, out of respect for them. When you don't do those type of things, it, to me, it shows that you don't have respect for them, that you don't care enough about them or their feelings or what they have going on to tell them so that you can prevent them from being further hurt in the past, in, in the future, you know? Right, so, right. No, absolutely not. And and I feel like this. If your friend tell you, hey, I'm going to tell you this information, but don't put me in it. Don't put them in it. Don't put them in it. Because it, 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 when you start, when you go to, you know, tell your significant other, I know you've been doing dirt. You don't got to reveal the source at that point. Just understand because you caught. So it don't matter how you got caught. Just know I got my connections. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So please don't throw your friend under the bus like that either. You feel me? Like, don't throw your friend under the bus. Do not throw your friend under the bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you don't owe your significant other anything in that moment to be telling them how you got the information. The point is, is I know you've been doing dirt, motherfucker. Period. Okay? Period. Okay, I don't know why I got mad because ain't nobody doing dirt. Mr. Man ain't doing dirt. I'm gonna just throw that out there. But I did get mad. I channeled some energy. I don't know where it came from. I'm sorry, and I apologize. <laughs> Let me ask you this, T. If it was a situation where you were telling a friend about something sus, right, that mm-hmm. you saw, um, you know, their their significant other doing and they, you know, acted really emotional, they got upset, but then they continued to stay with them and you saw that they were hurting behind it and they were upset. Would you talk to them? Would you address the situation or would you be like, my, I wiped my hands, I did my part, I'm not going to say anything else? Yeah, I'm wiping my hands. Because, you know, you know what you'll put up with. You know, I'm not here to judge you. I just, I'm I'm just the messenger to let you know what I saw, how you choose to deal with it. That's your business. You know, if you if you choose to stay and I'm your friend to the end, I'm going to rock with you through it. 
You know what I'm saying? The only right. time I'm going to try to intervene if it's if it's domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how that type of stuff ends. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm going to try to save my friend if it's if it's domestic violence. But if it's if it's you choosing to stay, that's cool. Well, because now you know what you're up against. What if she's choosing to stay and she's like, now stay. And she's like, um, crying to you now. Oh, 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 he's cheating. Oh, he did this and that. What do you, what do you, what are your, what are you going to say to her? Are you going to have conversations with her about what she should do? Or are you just going to be like, oh, damn. I mean, we, we only going to have so many conversations and then I'm going to let her know she got a boundary level because you're choosing to stay in this, you know? And if he's starting to show that he's a serial cheater, you know, I'm, I'm going to let her know, like, you can have a couple cries on my couch. I'm going to let you have that. I'm, because I understand this is a tough time. But at some point, we got to start talking about, well, what's the solution to all of this? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we going to say, okay, well, how do we solve this? You know, do y'all need to go to couples counseling? Do y'all need to, you know? And then after that, I'm going to wash my hands with it. And I'm going to just say, sis, look, you're choosing to stay. But is that the so kind of you, person you want to keep that's going to allow that kind of behavior? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've had friends like that. But I, I've also learned, you know, in my time frame about setting boundaries with people. You know, so if if that's what she's coming for, I'm sorry, sis, I don't have the mental capacity right now to share that with you. So, you know, I, as much as I love you, I, I don't have time for that today. You know, and I think that it's important that we establish those type of boundaries with our friends because people got to understand mental health is real. And I anybody who knows me, y'all know I'm big on mental health. Y'all know I'm a mental health advocate. I'm always like, what are your coping skills? You know, and with that being said, you know, I'm definitely one of those people that. I will let you know if I don't have the mental capacity myself because I'm going through some things to not be able to handle what you may be having going on today. We can talk, but maybe just not today. I'm all for setting boundaries. But if I have a friend and her man been cheating on her for a whole year, it gets to the point where I'm like, hey, I don't want to hear that because you know why? You've chosen to stay. So now what you need to do is go seek therapy. And you need to figure that out and why you're choosing to stay in a situation that's demeaning to you. Mm-hmm. I can't help with that. I'm not a certified therapist. I'm a friend mm-hmm. you could come and vent to. I'm a friend that I could give you some good advice, but I can't make you choose those things. And I can't, you know, I can't take away from those. I'm not trying to invalidate anybody. It's not about that, but it's about being able to have the mental capacity and respect for your friends that if you're choosing to stay in a situation that you also shouldn't be crying wolf later on down the line because you didn't chose to stay two years later. Or what if you tell your friend and she <laughs> stops talking to you because she knows she doing she doing the fuck shit and she feels now guilty. I've had that happen before too where I've told a friend and now they don't necessarily want to hang out with me as much because they're feeling guilty at the fact that they are choosing to stay. How would you handle that situation? It's cool. I see you when I see you. Ain't no love lost. Thank you for the time we spent together. <laughs> yeah, the, the memories, the memories I do have, I do cherish, you know, but when I look back, ain't no love lost, you know, because what I do know is that God will, will put somebody, you know, in your life for a whole, re- you know, a whole reason. And there'll be and then there's going to be some people who can Nettie just stay for a spell. OK, they only there for a season, sis. That's what it is. That's it. You know, That's it. What you know, have to learn is, you know, we're, we're talking about what we would do and how we would be affected or how other people would be affected or if they would even accept us after we tell them something that could really hurt them or change their situation. But not everybody's meant to stay in your life. And sometimes people 
are in your life for a reason or they're in your life for a season. So with that viewer, that was a good one. I'm glad that that viewer yeah. was a friend. Shout out to Dom. Right. What's her name? Dominique. Shout out to Dominique for that, y'all. That was Dominique. Dom. Thanks, Dom. Yeah. That was a really good topic. Yeah. So keep those viewer topics coming. So, you know, slide in my inbox and stuff, you know, and uh, let me know what y'all want to hear us talk about for sure. Man, Kristen, time flies when we having fun, man. You know what I'm saying, girl? I love talking to you. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Y'all, this is really how our phone conversations be for real. <laughs> All the time. So, so now we just, basically what we have decided to do is with this podcast, y'all, is just record our conversation. <laughs> That's really what this is. <laughs> yeah, we just talk. You know, we talk about current events. We talk about um, our opinions on different things, whether yeah. it's something that's personal to us or just, you know, stuff that's trending and on the surface. We definitely like to give our opinion. And yes. so we thank you. We thank you so greatly for tuning in to us. Um, at this time, we're going to go ahead and give you our um, social media handles so you can reach out to us if you have any questions or things that you want us to go over, any comments. We, we definitely want all the feedback. This is the beginning of our podcast, so we definitely want to hear from you. You can follow me or reach me at Kristen's World. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-S underscore world. W-O-R-L-D. I can also be reached at TikTok as well if you guys want to see what I'm working with over there. <laughs> it's Kristen's World altogether, the number one. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-S world, W-O-R-L-D, and the number one. Get in my It's welcome. <laughs> Come check me out. I'd like to know what you heard. <laughs> she just gave y'all a whole infomercial, okay? Um, <laughs> so, y'all, if y'all want to go ahead and reach me, this is your girl, Fluffy. So, definitely reach out to me at Fluffy Thickums. That's F-L-U-F-F-Y-T-H-I-C-K-U-M-S. I'm also on TikTok, but on TikTok, you're going to type in Foolin' With Fluffy, and that's F-O-O-L-I-N-W-I-T-F-L-U-F-F-Y. And you can type me in on YouTube and find me on Fooling with uh, Fluffy and you'll find me there somewhere. You'll find a video. You'll find my talk show. You'll find all the stuff to be involved with me. And don't forget to hit us up on the actual, y'all, we ready this week. The What You Heard Instagram. Okay. <laughs> what You Heard. So it's spelled just like how you see it right here on this podcast. So definitely go ahead and check us out. And you can still email us too at whatyouheard at gmail.com. And that's W H A. T C H U H E A R D D at gmail.com. All right. So that's how y'all gonna spell it and type it in and go ahead and look for us. And we hope to see y'all in our DMs. We hope to hear from y'all. And um, we will be coming out with some voter polls. So be ready to, you know, talk to us, y'all. We want to hear from y'all too. So we want to know what you heard. Gang, gang. We wanna know. We wanna know. We wanna know. All right, so y'all, we're going to end it here on that note. And uh, we hope y'all enjoyed this conversation and spent this time with us. But um, definitely get at us. So, yeah. Okay. 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 Tell them bye. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, these girls are weird. Look, mind y'all business. Okay? All right. No, for I'm going to stop recording here. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> what you heard. What you heard. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What you heard.
what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this part in too.